You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. You are listening to Hippily Shorts. Thank you so much for your patronage. Here we are back with Hillbilly Shorts, the big 5 Wow. Well, 50. Dang, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> but it did take like, you know, two months. Is that all? Something like that. Well, oh. six a week. Well, that's so you true, do the I math guess. on I guess it. it adds up quick. Yeah, it's like nine weeks. So. Yeah. But we, did it, we started it right after our 100th episode. Well, let's try it. We did. Yep. So. Well, good for us. Well, how do you feel about talking about some boogers? Boogers are gross. Well, then, and if a kid, if I see a kid put a booger in their mouth, I swear I will barf all over their head. It's funny that you mentioned that because (gasps) we're going to talk about the legend of Booger Swamp. Ooh! But there's also a hotel in here that has puke in it. Oh, stop it! Swear to God. Are you serial? So let's talk about Booger Swamp. (laughs) This actually is in Tennessee, around the Kentucky border. Really? Yep. Up along the uh, uh, Tennessee's border with Kentucky, the Cumberland River kind of flows through a place called Highland Rim. And as long as anybody can remember, this place has always been like a really wild place. A place that's got mysteries and secrets so strange that even the local folk there don't really try to get too involved in it. Oh, they don't want to know about it, huh? Yeah, they don't want to know too deeply about what's going on there. They just stay to themselves. So many of the people that live in in what they consider their hill country are descendants of Scotch-Irish settlers. And uh, Scotch-Irish settlers were stubborn and independent, and they possessed, like, a real strong sense of personal honor and pride. Mm -hmm. And, like their, I guess, their ancestors, whenever they were, them or their kin were kind of wronged or done wrong, I guess you could say, slighted, these people will seek satisfaction by any means necessary, even if they have to do so from beyond the grave. I mean, that, I think it's taken that a little too far. Well, you don't know that. You don't live there, so you don't know. Well, I don't know if I could live and it is, any by, by and, something named Booger Swamp and anyway. It is, it is. Well, we live by Big Bone Lake. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who the heck named that fart? Yeah. That is so funny. Big Bone Lake. That is so... Oh, it's embarrassing to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's right by where you grew up. I here. know it. I know. Obviously, you couldn't take a hint. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, has a big, big bone involved. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That'll be it for tonight. We'll see you tomorrow for episode 51. <laughs> so anyway, so one of the most notorious sites in the region is called Booger Swamp, and it's located near White Plains, which is in Putnam County. Oh, I know where Putnam County is. Tennessee? Yeah. How? How do you know where Putnam County no, is? No, seriously. I had some friends that uh, went to our church. That's where they lived. That's so weird. Well, they, they used to live there. They didn't go to church there from there because that's like a long-ass ride. That's no. That's like a five-hour ride. No, they lived there. They lived there. Okay. Yes. But that was, I mean, I don't they, I don't know if they still live there. I mean, that was like 20 years ago. So anyways, Sorry. it's in Putnam <laughs> County. And this swamp has earned the sinister reputation over the years. Even today, Booger Swamp is regarded as uh, one of those that people just fear to even go anywhere around the area. Uh, so I, I take it you're going to tell us why it's called Booger Swamp. Actually, no, I'm not. What? 
I don't know why it's called Booger Swamp. It didn't come up. Oh, in the come on. So as far as anybody can remember, the strange tales associated with this area go back to sometime around the 1850s. And the story then was there was this real popular preacher. He was passing through Booger Swamp. And he was, it was one of these deals where they were going on like a, you know, like tour. I guess what mm-hmm. you've got like a band goes on tour. They would go to all these different uh-huh. stops and mm-hmm. preach revivals and stuff. So that's what he was doing. So even then, the swamp was not really considered to be a particularly safe place in 1850. So people already knew it wasn't really safe. So he felt like, though, that he had God on his side and he had the good book with him. And as long as his horse stayed on the path, he felt that he would be protected yeah. from harm. So the minister was like kind of riding along. He didn't really, you know, not a care in the world. And his horse kind of started becoming skittish, right? Mm-hmm. And it began to kind of halt, and then it refused to take another step forward. Oh, dang. So the preacher sat there trying to figure out what the heck's gotten into his horse. And he said this pale figure just kind of materialized on the path right before his eyes. Oh, so he did see it. Then yes. the horse seen it first. He said it hovered in the midair and seemed as though it wanted something, but he didn't know what it was. The preacher thought that the apparition kind of wanted to communicate with him or at least tell him something or warn him or something, but he didn't seem to know, you know, the apparition didn't really seem to know how to communicate it. That's the way the preacher took it anyway. Mm -hmm. So just when the the preacher got through and thought he might be able to determine what this thing wanted, his horse kind of whinnied a little bit, panicked, and it just bolted. It just left. Oh, God. And so took the preacher away from the apparition, so he didn't really get to figure out what it wanted so anyway so now the preacher being honest and straightforward as you would expect a preacher to be unlike today's preachers he went to his superiors and he told them exactly what he saw well his superiors didn't really like that and they said well you can't really go and say you said that kind of stuff that's dishonest and we want you to recant your story and he's like dishonest or you know, that's not the case because this is what I saw and I have no problem sticking to my story. Yeah. Well, they pretty much said, well, if you're not going to recant your story, they kicked him out of the ministry and oh. took his ability to preach away. Now, see, that is so wrong. So even though uh, that was the deal, he said that um, he just went on and to, he just went on his way. Yeah, and- he just went on his way and just said, well, I guess. Guess I'll just uh, not be able to preach. And he went to his grave. Wait, what? Yeah, he went to his, not not physically walked to his grave there. I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, I know that, but I'm he didn't saying, go preach he, anywhere else no. ever? He went to his grave, never backing down from his story. Well, good for him. But, that's so a shame. It was, and, it, and even though that's kind of an unlikely deal for him, he's the first person to ever recount seeing that, but he definitely wasn't the last. So you got young couples that are kind of looking for a little, you know, secluded place to go, you know, do their business. Mm-hmm. So wow, a lot of times wow, wow. they'll end up in the swamp area because it's kind of secluded back there. So they've been couples that report seeing uh, strange sights and hearing weird sounds while walking kind of along the pass. But you also got hunters. Hunters claim that their dogs will, like, run out of the swamp. Oh, gosh. And they're yelping and screaming in terror. and, oh, and no. As if they encountered something, but... Nobody sees what they've encountered. Yeah. There's a lot of travelers who come through there that hate the place so much that they ride miles out of their way just to avoid crossing it. Well, how big is this thing, I wonder? How big is the swamp, I wonder? I have no idea. There's a bunch of numerous stories that have emerged to uh, explain the strange doings in Booger Swamp. One says that the the ghost that haunts it is uh, like a Native American 
uh, maiden. Oh. That her boyfriend, lover, whoever it was, was out hunting on some kind of a hunt, and he never returned. And so she actually was going out and just searching around for her lost love in the swamp, and then she eventually died, and she's still Aww. alive. Or she's still, her ghost is there looking for him oh, today. Oh, baby. So another explanation is the haunting's due to a wicked innkeeper. Okay. So this is where I was talking about the other part. So there was this tavern owner by the name of, of uh, Corals, and he also had a uh, an inn himself. Mm-hmm. Well, one day, he apparently offhandedly told a traveler not to go stay at a competing inn that mm-hmm. was up the road that was by the name of Puke Over. Puke over? Yeah. Where are said, they coming he, up with these names? He told him it was a dangerous place. So obviously this guy's working at a bar, but he also owns the inky, the, the the you know hotel himself. So he's telling the person at his bar not to go to that, yeah. that hotel because it's dangerous. He should yeah. go to his hotel. No compete well, clause. Yeah. <laughs> so the other innkeeper didn't really like you know all these negative things about him. So one day when Corals was walking around the, the pass, the innkeeper from Pukeover jumped out and he killed him. Killed, a, he killed the guy Quarles that well, had that said was the a negative thing. And then he threw him into the swamp to rot. Ugh. So some people say that that's Quarles that's actually the ghost there that's wanting somebody to find his body and actually give him a proper burial, yeah. burial on, on Herald Ground. Well, that's awful. So maybe <laughs> they got that puke from actual people puking from drinking so no much. Idea. So you got murder victims, you got lost loves, you got, you know, murderers. Mm. A little bit of everything going on there. And that's uh, pretty much the history of Booger Swamp. Wow. That sounds pretty uh, wicked. It is pretty whack. Whack. It's whack. So, anyways, that does it for episode 50. I wish I knew where my friends were now. I'd ask them if they knew about that. I don't think your friends lived in Booger. I no, mean, not- uh, I don't think they lived in that Putnam County. Every place has like a Putnam County. Why you say? They lived in Tennessee. Oh, they did live in Tennessee. No, they did. Oh, Seriously, okay. yeah. And they came all the way to your church, like every week. No, no, they didn't come to my church. No. Well, you said church earlier. Well, I know that. But the thing is, <laughs> listen to me now. Listen to me now. Okay. They did. They came. They used to be the one guy that is the friend of mine I'm talking about. He used to be the preacher at my daddy's church. Okay. Okay. So then they moved. To Putnam. Yes. Okay, that's okay. completely not what you said earlier. What I say? I said I got some friends that live in there. Yeah, you said the people who went to my church lived in Putnam. Well, and that made it like that they drove back and forth five hours to your church every Sunday. No, 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 no. He used to be the preacher there, and then they moved to there. Is what I meant to say. Yeah. Sorry. Gotcha. You got me. Listen gotcha. to me, fool. Okay, I love you. We'll love see you, you tomorrow. All right, bye. Hey guys, if you like what you just heard. We do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.